Simple Soul Speak Survivor. Simple Soul Speak Survivor. Anna and Richard, Simple Souls like reality TV shows. So now it's time to start looking back at the 40 seasons of more. Simple Souls Speak Survivor. Simple Souls Speak Survivor. Simple Souls Speak Survivor. Why, hello. Well, hello. What a finale. What a season. I think maybe they actually stuck the landing. What do you think? In what way? <laughs> like, the se- like the season itself? Yeah, yeah, as a whole, as a whole. I, ba- I agree with the collective of online people that this was a terrible season. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you disagree. Yeah, well, not not necessarily. I don't disagree. Sure. Because they threw too many twists at them and there was a lot of randomness. In that respect, I would yes. totally agree. Yeah. And they really rushed it. They cut out some of the best aspects of Survivor to just speed through all of the different immunity and reward challenges. Like, it just felt like we rarely got to hear gameplay. We rarely got to see those, like, personal connections unless it was, like, for the camera. Yeah. So then my flip side is just, I loved all the people and, and, yeah, their, yeah. and their characters, like them as real people characterizing yeah. each other and bonding. Yes. And The casting this season was very good. Yeah, I agree. I liked them. They yes. won it for me. So yeah, I'm not crediting Survivor the show this time, but the cast I really liked. Yes. Um, my best friend Katie her husband this was the first full season he watched oh no he said based on this he wouldn't probably watch it again well that's it's just not a good first season to watch you have to go on yeah Netflix and watch um Kageyan and stuff but they think they think it is a good season and by they I mean uh Jeff and now the next season is already recorded and so they can't make the changes that we need to see for it to be better so the next season is going to suck it's going to be the same. I think they're going to have yeah. almost identical everything. Stupid little sayings that don't make sense. And I'm done with it. Yeah. Okay. As a whole, the things I didn't like that we've already touched on, I did not love this whole thing that Sydney used. We don't, we never used it other than her. And it was the roll the dice. Yeah. But what was that called? See, we don't even know. I think it was called Roll the Dice <laughs> or something. I right? thought it was oh, Shot in the Dark. See, Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's a mixed metaphor because if you're taking a shot in the dark, the idea be- behind that metaphor is it's really dark and there's a burglar maybe. I'm, I'm making it like a... Yeah, yeah. You have a burglar. They're going to get you. It's dark. You take a shot and maybe you hit him, maybe you don't. But then the physical looking thing that they put in there to use your shot in the dark is a roll of the dice but mm-hmm. they don't roll it they just place it in the little voting urn and then they <laughs> pick a paper and the paper says <laughs> safe or not safe it feels lazy like it feels like if me and my sisters were kids trying to make like a game on the fly 
for our other friends to play. Like, this is something we would have come up with. And it would have made no sense. And our parents would have been like, oh, that's so cute. so cute of you to do that but like these are the people that make the actual games of like big brother as well like these people are capable of making games that make sense or twists that make sense so i really feel like they just phoned it in yeah or they had such a long break between 40 and 41 that they just (laughs) threw it all they They had 17 ideas and they combined it all to be one idea Yeah, they're like, we actually have all these different ideas. Let's call that the monster and we're good to go. (laughs) Let's do a shot in the dark that has nothing to do with shots or dark. (laughs) But yeah, so that was a mixed metaphor that no one used because they were too scared because Sydney on her way out was like, I should have kept my vote. And so then people were too scared to give up their vote, their voting power. Right. So we'll probably see that one come back because they didn't know how we would and react now, to it. Yeah, and hopefully this next... Well, no, I guess the next season was recorded before we watched it. So I was going to say maybe the next people will understand it better because they saw it be played once, No, but that's not true. Yeah, so you have the shot in the dark. You have the weird idols, which I guess all of those beware idols that they got, Nasir and Shan were voted out with an idol, and then Xander didn't really even need to use his idol by the time... It was final right. four. It was, or but had five. he not ever had that idol, he would have got sent home a long ass time ago. Yeah, the power actually was, I have this and I could use this. Yeah, and then just reading people correctly and knowing you didn't have to. Right. Or, or dumb luck. I think <laughs> there's this, a lot of dumb luck yeah. because I, I think if he had strategy, he yeah. had a better shot of winning. Like I gave him credit for that strategy that he didn't have, but I really think it was just dumb luck at this point. Yeah, just the way he didn't personally stick his landing. Yeah. It was like a foregone conclusion that they'd be like, all right, we all know that Xander, you're Xander. So no votes Mm -hmm. for you. No votes for you, Xander. He definitely thought that he was the top of the top, that like it didn't even matter what he said, like he was going to win, like that he was sure. Yeah. Well, I (sighs) know. And I. I think I know this for a fact that not it's like no offense to Xander like he probably did not play a great game but they also weren't hoping to have to crown a straight white player to be the winner that's not very representative of this season yeah like do you want season 41 to always be remembered as the white boy with the long hair that's kind of like a surfer dude (laughs) yeah no yeah Okay, so we have all those advantages floating around. They sped up the game. I think the problem with this finale, too, is who I was rooting for kind of not kind of got screwed. You know, it's all luck. Mm -hmm. But the way they did the advantages this time. So in old older episodes of Survivor, they would do a competition and they call it a reward challenge. But the reward is you get an advantage in the immunity challenge. Mm hmm. They couldn't, they ran out of time, like you said, ran out of time and, you know, had to truncate some things. So they basically were like, hide and go seek, find your advantage. And then it was totally random and Erica got it. Good for Erica. I think that's what sealed the deal for Erica in the episode, at least, if not the whole game. And I, I just think Ricard had a better chance of winning that reward challenge that would have gotten him those extra planks that would have gotten him to the puzzle a little bit sooner because it was about 30 seconds difference 
between Erica winning it and Ricard winning it. That's just my opinion. Um, yeah. So at first when it said slight advantage, I was like, oh, okay, that's good. It's still a pretty even playing field. It was not in any way a slight advantage. It was several it planks. Was a huge advantage. It was um no, so they were get, gathering ropes. So she she had four yeah, sorry. She, yeah, yeah. ropes. So she had four ropes that she didn't have to take down, then yes. four ropes that she didn't have to hang up, and then four levels of a puzzle she didn't have to do. That is in right. no way like the word slight has nothing to do with that advantage. That was a huge advantage. Because in the past, they've done a whole complete competition where the winner of that gets the advantage for the immunity competition. Right. And like, I I, I don't think I would have been as annoyed had they not said slight advantage. Just call it an advantage. Why do oh, you have to add the word slight? Because it wasn't. That's it a wasn't. Lot. It was a big one. Yeah, so I yeah. got kind of snowed in the editing because um, I was watching it and there was a bunch of like live people um, that I was watching, watch it like on Twitch. I was watching mm -hmm. the guy who watches it. And then I was reading in the chat too the reactions of what was going on. So I was like, they're putting a lot of emphasis in Xander using his idol for Ricard. And if Ricard pulls that off, that would be so amazing. And then everyone in the live chat was like, don't woo yourself. No, don't woo yourself, Xander. <laughs> Xander, you're going to woo yourself. And I was like, oh, this is so funny. Because at first, the way I was reading it was like, woo, woo. But I'm like, no, they're talking about woo from Survivor Kageyan, who took yeah. Tony to the end and then lost. Yeah. Which wouldn't even matter because if Xander took Ricard, he still would have lost. Right. I just feel like Xander was so sure of himself at that point. I don't know. With like even making Ricard feel like you were going to use it on him is like kind of like a mental game. If you're not intending to, then just yes. say it to the cameras, say it to the, say it to the producers. Don't say it to Ricard. Don't get his hopes up when you guys are friends. Um, and then also he went to Erica and was immediately like, you're safe. I can have Heather make fire against Deshaun, yeah. which was like, then he couldn't, I mean, he could change his mind, but then he would be a flip-flopper. So, like, just don't say you've made your decision. Say, yeah. I feel like I, this is what I'm thinking. I don't know. I, like, I'm I'm going to think about it. Like, take your time. Yep. I don't know. I think he just got too cocky. He got very cocky. I think he thought he was playing a straight shooter game. Like, you know, my heart, I tell him what I feel. Because maybe uh, some theories, at least people right after the finale talking about it, were like, oh, I don't think they would have filmed that Xander going to Ricard and saying, I'll probably use my idol for you. If that wasn't at one point, even a possibility of a plan, maybe in that moment when he was vulnerable, he wasn't lying. But then later, you know, had more conversations where they were like, no, you're not, you're not going to get rid of like Heather or Deshaun. You're getting rid of Ricard. Yeah. No choices. So for Xander, if... He was the best know, player, he would have won the game. Yeah, and um, it's really hard to win out, like for Ricard, in that, mm -hmm. in that final five spot, when you become a rising threat, mm -hmm. it's tough, because then possibly he could have won a fire, and then he... Anyway, he went out at a good spot in the game, like on finale night, and got to be in every episode, and 
you know, changed the course of the season with the way it was played. I just hated that the editing gave me too much hope. Too much mm-hmm. hope. They have to have a possibility of, oh, maybe Ricard will stay and Xander will go. Although I do think that was sad if Xander used his idol that Ricard was going to be like, bye, Xander, when I just would have voted out Deshaun. Yeah, exactly. Just like actually be honest with Xander and say, you're dumb because you use the idol on me, but we need to get out Deshaun. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's where he was going. Although that still leaves Erica in the game and Erica still could have won. Ricard definitely did her a huge favor during the final questions. Yeah, because he decided. I saw this. No one else saw this. Go off of what I just led you to. Right. Like keep saying what I was telling you to say. It's interesting because you could tell that Ricard had been in the game a lot longer than everyone else. And so he was trying to tell that to the jury. And then that subtext there was, they weren't believing me. Here's a few things to say so they can trust me and vote my way. (laughs) Which also made me think that Deshaun would win because if Ricard originally wasn't having the same opinion as the majority, then he would have to do a lot of convincing for Erica's behalf. Yeah, that's fair. Woo! But the, the whole, yeah, so the whole deal was Heather, I thought, was going to win fire for like a good a million yeah. minutes. Yeah. For sure. I was shocked, shocked yeah. at the outcome of fire. Me too. And online people were like, why was Heather's twine really thick? But then the consensus was that Deshaun's fire was really small and concentrated to a point, whereas Heather's was a large fire. But it was all over the, all place. Over the place. I believe that's yeah. probably true. I will say Xander saying that he was considering like because Erica showed that she really couldn't make fire. And so kind of last minute, he was like, I could just step step into that position and take try to take out Erica. And like that would be a big move. And I do think that move could have been the the winning thing. Like even though he wasn't eloquent in explaining what he did, and even though people maybe didn't think he did much, I feel like taking out Erica and like putting yourself at risk like that, that's a big move. That would have been a big move. And I think that would have been his only move, really, to secure any kind of victory. Right. And like at the time when we were watching it, we were like, no, that is so dumb. Why would you do that? But, but we, didn't know, we didn't know he was going to come off sounding so terrible. <laughs> It would have been a risk that would have paid off if he beat Erica in fire because that's agency. That's like adding another comp win to your resume. I think it would have been a positive for him. Some players have done that in the past. It's becoming a new strategy. So the fact that he knew about it was like, "Mm, maybe you should. I don't know. I guess go big or go home because he was third place anyway and he didn't get any votes so right so i'll just say to xander you could have saved ricard or you could have gone against erica and fire making challenge and done a good job because maybe this season you weren't the strongest player or the most strategic but i did like xander's personality so i will give you that xander you have a great personality good tv yeah 
And just some dumb luck. <laughs> Very dumb luck. There were so many weeks where I thought he would have to use his idol. And he never did until the very, very end. For sure. And like there was weeks where like he should have been at least in the conversation to get him to use the idol. And at Tribal, in front of everyone, they like were having conversations with every other name being mentioned besides his. Yep. So it's like they and their goal that week was to flush the idol. And it's like, but no votes even got put on him. It was a lot of real bad gameplay with dumb luck for Xander. (laughs) And speaking of dumb luck, what about Deshaun when he was the first to drop off that competition and he was eligible for a sudden death? He picked a random box and it saved him. That's dumb luck. Mm -hmm. And a new explanation I heard actually about the Monty Hall problem is now I have 100 boxes, you pick one, and I remove 98. Right, but then it still went from one in a hundred to now one in two. <laughs> but like, what are the odds that you picked the right one? The but now I've only given you two. The not, same not... exact odds that they're the one box that you haven't opened on your side is the same thing. So the odds would just change, though. It's kind of like in Deal or No Deal when you pick a briefcase and you're hoping it's the big money and then you eliminate a bunch of other options and then you're down to $5 or the big win. What were the odds that you would pick the big win and not the other one? Right, but, one. You had the same, but you had the same odds at picking any of the boxes. Yeah. And so at the very, very, well, very well, the box you picked could have been the million dollar box. Yeah. Yeah. Because your odds are the same at the beginning, those odds just change based on the number of boxes, not based on your likelihood to have picked the correct box. It was a stroke of luck that he had picked correctly the first when his chances were less. But you're right, there's still that percentage. (laughs) If I just stuck with my original choice, rather than being swayed to swap into the other one and losing that way. Like, I would rather lose with my original box than risk losing with a box that I didn't even want in the first place. Yeah. And also the odds for this game, the Monty Hall problem, would be if you have one strategy going into it and you were to play it multiple times, you're only playing it once. So it's a crapshoot. Exactly. I play the penny slots, so it doesn't affect me. Blackjack is probably a game I could get behind because it is probability and odds but it's also a little bit of skill. I would never do it just because everyone would hate me. Yeah, you would have to do it with like four amateurs just playing blackjack together. Right. And then someone also explaining how to do it. And don't judge. Don't judge us. Yeah, yeah. And it's M&M's. Okay, lower the stakes. (laughs) We could just do this. Yeah. We could just do this thing. Perfect. We can do <laughs> Casino Night. It's Monty Hall problems and Blackjack. And <laughs> M&M's as the prize. And we're yeah. golden. Perfect. Uh, what a blast. I forget even what Xander had to do. Because, you know, at that point I was a little crushed that Ricard was out. So I did not pay attention to the challenge that Xander actually won. Mm-hmm. I just know that he won it ahead of everyone pretty clearly. Like, oh, this is Xander. Oh, Xander's going to win. Oh. 
Um, yeah, it was stacking the blocks that said final three on like basically a teeter totter with a rope. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rope is like connected, balancing to the blocks. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. And so it's like you're like a balance and a counterbalance. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. They played that a lot, so it just yeah. bleeds together. I would be great at just the ones where it's just like go do this thing, but like the yeah. ones where you have to like be patient. Mm, no, no, no. no. <laughs> That's right, that. because I remember now that a lot of the other players, their their blocks all tumbled. Their Which and fell. that would also really affect me. And also, Jeff was standing maybe two feet from Erica, shouting. That would also negatively impact yeah. my ability to balance it. So okay, that reminds me of a reality TV show that I was brought to the attention of by. YouTuber, former Viner, Drew Gooden, who covered this show that's called Awesomeness TV's Next Influencer. And basically, it's reminding me of what you just said about the screaming, because this is a show that's kind of like Big Brother, kind of like The Circle, but there are no eliminations, and they do these competitions, and Basically, because there are all these TikTok stars competing in the challenges, they're all yelling and talking over each other. And they don't even have like separate microphones to isolate sounds. So when they're playing a game or doing a competition that they've probably copied off of Big Brother, they're screaming and yelling. And that would break my concentration, too. So Erica was being yelled at by Jeff. And it was chaotic. And pieces were flying off everyone's little platform and and xander wins it's pretty clear <laughs> but then to get to the final three we know that uh, heather barely doesn't win fire making challenge which that would have been kind of like a cold turkey final three if you had xander and heather so i think I it agree. was yeah it was just deshaun was a good contender other than Erica, you know, like um, my only other thought was if he had, if Xander had taken Heather um, and if Deshaun won fire making, I think Deshaun would have won. And yeah. I, I would have been a bit more upset about that just because of, I didn't yeah. respect his gameplay. Right. I, I would have been fine if the jury decided it was Deshaun instead of Erica. I do love that they picked Erica over Deshaun. But if I would have been okay with it because it was their decision to make. They're like, this is our season. Who do we want to represent our season? And if they picked Deshaun, I would get it. But I, I, you're right. I think he was too sloppy and made mistakes. It was so sloppy. Yeah, and Erica actually... And ev everything was everyone else's fault except for his. Well, he didn't take any uh, responsibility for anything. Yes. In the, re in the whatever, he did they had say, this like, I'm going to reflect on what you said here like i i didn't see myself in that way so i maybe i need to like look maybe watch some of the episode back and like see something i didn't see and work on that so i respected that ass like that's good. that takeaway yeah another thing that's interesting is because this is fast forwarding a little they do the review of the season on the island so none of them have seen the season or know how to reflect because mm -hmm. totally jeff would have said all right deshaun you watched it back what did you think about your game? Did you make those mistakes? And be like, everyone, I own up to the mistakes I made now that I've seen it back. 
that's what would have been a normal season. But since they mm-hmm. hadn't seen the show yet, it, it was like, talk about things that happened a few days ago and you're probably still not recovered from the game of Survivor as we eat this pizza. Right. And I love when they were like, does anyone need a champagne pizza? And Erica's like, bring me anything. Bring me anything. <laughs> Girl, I won. Bring me anything. Everything. <laughs> Now, I don't know if I believe the editors this season for giving her such a a slow edit. Like only in the last few episodes have we even seen her kind of rise above and make some strategic decisions. How come it took so long for us to see this? And they slowly gave it to us kind of at the last minute. Why didn't we see it throughout the whole season? I don't know. I question a lot of the editing this season. Yeah, because they were basically pointing to us that ricard was gonna win and then he didn't make it i'm like darn it everyone coming into the episode two they took polls like on the fan websites and stuff and they were like who do you want to win or who can you see winning and they're like ricard 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 and then yeah er no one said erica and at the end of the episode before they crowned the winner then it was more leaning towards erica which is so funny because on the survivor cbs facebook I just went over there to like judge the reaction and my would say 95% of the comments were like Xander was robbed. <gasps> oh no. So they fell yeah. for the, the hero white guy edit, which survivor. Right. And I get it. Cause does. like until, until I heard his little survivor ending speech, I was like, he has a great gameplay, like the fake idol using his, like he should have by all accounts been voted off week two. Like yeah. he shouldn't be here, but the way he described his gameplay or the lack of his preparation in describing it, like it came off just kind of like dumb and cocky to me. And oh, so yeah. like, I see how people had that response, but then if you can like re reflect on the ending and some of the game moves that maybe weren't strategy, they were just luck, then you kind of question believing that he was such a good player in the first place. We don't know if credit was due, and now we see it probably wasn't due. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where where at least Ricard, I I always go back to Ricard because he's obviously, he and Shan are obviously going to do something. Like maybe they'll do Amazing Race. You know what I mean? Like they're, or if they do a duo seasons of Survivor, like, famous duos over the past few years they would be a great duo because they have that arguing bickering yeah um anyhow at least with ricard things he would say in the confessionals matched what he was doing in the game whereas xander was saying oh i guess it's up to me tonight and we're like it's not up to you like Mm -hmm. he's like oh i helped get shan out i was in charge of that move i'm like that was ricard so there was hints that he was not understanding the game that was happening around him. He gave himself more credit, I think. Oops. Right. That's true. And then a couple um, weeks ago, we had Erica say, oh, a woman hasn't won Survivor in a million years. I think I want to be the breaking that record for the newest woman to win. And it set the record straight that women should win. And that should have been a big hint for us that she was going to win because... Why would they keep that in? <laughs> I think you mentioned it. You said, yeah, Erica was chatting about how, you know, right. a woman hasn't won in so long. And then that all made us like think, hmm, 
is she hinting her own winning the show? It's like there's a reason they put that in the right. episode. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't put it in there if you were a survivor because that makes you look bad. For sure, yeah. Because then we fixed it already. I think it's still a sexist game. I was just surprised that she was the only woman in the end and they had to not like two men above her. That's a hard feat and I'm not saying it's right. That I think the way it turned out was perfect because it wasn't necessarily a matter of gender, at least from what they showed us. It was They were really taking it seriously about let's mm-hmm. pick apart their games and let's have the real winner win in other seasons it has been more about well there's more women on the jury so we're going to pick a woman or it's just a woman against a woman so it has to be a woman winner or that's only you know males so it has to be a man winning anyway I just thought the gender politics it was nice that it didn't seem to come down to sexism it just seemed to come down to more gameplay yeah that's how I took it as well and yeah. I think even even if Xander genuinely just found dumb luck, which is why he stayed in the game as long, I think had he not gotten so cocky, he would have prepared his answers ahead of time a little bit better and been able to think up ways to take credit for things that like he didn't maybe necessarily do, but maybe in some viewpoints it could be seen that he maybe did do that or helped or his dumb luck maybe it wasn't dumb luck maybe it was strategy and maybe people wouldn't have known if it wasn't and yeah. so like i think he did have had he just not gotten cocky and prepared ahead of time he could have sold it and like had a better story for the jury questions but like he got tripped up real quick and i don't think he took credit for um as much as he needed to like right. i don't I, I i think he just didn't go in prepared yeah i think you're right if he would have been more aware or self-aware of what he should say because he said a lot like you you probably shouldn't tell people oh i could be erica in fire making right like don't tell them that then if you're not gonna and do i it. and i know what you're thinking about erica jury i saw it like don't tell them oh they, yeah yeah like don't that do was that. a big one that was that a was huge stupid. red flag like he said I feel the jury believes Erica is this and Heather is this and Deshaun is this. And they're probably thinking, hey, even if we are thinking that, don't tell us what we're thinking. Right. And none of that mattered. Like, they didn't need to say it. Just like Ricard, before they voted, I don't think it would have changed the vote, but Ricard, right before they voted him out, was like, I am one of the best players. And I was like, maybe a little bit early for that. Maybe once you're sitting on the jury. Yeah, that that was fun. Well, I feel like somehow everyone knew it was going to be him going, so they were able to get in his like final story. He did seem to think that he still had a chance, at least based on his question to Xander. I still think you have to play that move. The I'm the best player thing or just the baby card? Uh, mainly... I don't think he needed to play the I'm the best player card. No, 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 no. He- yeah. No, you're right. I don't know. I don't think necessarily. But maybe and sharing his story was the accurate choice. Right. Because earlier it seemed like he bonded with Xander and they were friends for a lot of the game and they just didn't show it, I think, because, you know, they would they would um, have confessionals where they're like, 
oh, I'm really close with Ricard and Xander. I'm like, you are? I, we didn't see that, right. but we'll have to believe that that's what was going on. That Xander was crying when he was like, oh, no, don't vote me out. I don't want to go. It's like, I really right. feel bad for Ricard. So that's why you, you know, pull this heartstrings in tribal council. Um, the only thing I can defend on I'm one of the best players is sometimes it's an ego thing. Like, vote out Heather. She's not one of the best players. Don't let her oh. get to the finale. So there is that side of the coin where it's like, you should want to beat the, the good best. people in the game, not the goats. And by goat, I don't mean the greatest right. of them all. I mean, greatest of all time. I mean, it's the goats that are goats that just stand yeah, yeah. in for a person. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like I want to like be in the final two or final three with the best. Like, Normally, people are just going to right. do the self-serving thing of just I think it's been a decade. bringing the weaker been, players. Right, yeah. like like a five or ten years ago, that was the thought of, I want to beat the best. Now it's like, no, mm -hmm. I want to just win. Because they've seen it fail so many times. Yeah, don't woo yourself, Xander. That's what the yeah. audience was saying. <laughs> don't bring don't bring the best person to the end so they can then beat you. <laughs> yeah, there was a fine, fine line of combinations that Xander maybe maybe could have won but it doesn't seem like it so maybe you take Ricard but Ricard will get you out so then Xander's not even in the final so there's that or let's believe that Heather gets voted out somehow somehow everyone's like Heather we love you mama because Nasir called her mama mama mm -hmm. we love you and um uh we're going to duke it out, the players that did more. And she'd be like, all right, bye. See you. And then it would would have been Xander winning immunity again. And then maybe Ricard wins fire. Who knows? Yeah. And dragging Heather to the end may be good strategy, but nothing that I love watching as a fan from the outside, in my opinion. And I don't think that Heather wins if she makes it to the end. And I don't think she could have. No, I don't think she had like a road no. to the even end. if she had gotten even if she had beat whoever in fire, anybody in fire, I don't think that would have been enough. True. Yeah. So and you know, she learned a valuable lesson this season and it was several. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> several good um woke moments for Heather. She's like, wait, racism is a thing. <laughs> so talking about Heather's journey throughout the season made me think of Drew Gooden again. He's the one that was the Viner and he talked about the TikTok stars having the reality show that was not as good as Survivor and Big Brother and The Circle. But one of his famous vines too reminded me of Heather's journey. I'll play it for you now. This guy came into work today. Was the guy black? Uh, yeah. Why does it matter if he's black? You asked. About right, I'd like to report a racism. So <laughs> I think about that. Like, is this a racism? Do I need to report her racism with Heather over here? But I, I get it. You know, she had a journey and I'm glad that she learned it in Survivor. But right. it's it's just odd that she didn't know them before. But I right. will give her that. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It took this experience. You had That's to go to Fiji to yeah. see what America was like. <laughs> right. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. But all in all, 
I think the cast and their shenanigans won me yeah. over and I could give or take any of the game aspects of it. Like the challenges were fine. Like, you know, you yeah. win a challenge. Pretty standard. Um, pretty standard. Yeah. The, the, the weird thing was that um, time travel thing without it, Erica might already be voted out. That was weird. But like I said, if you just take away the mechanics and just had the people, I liked right. all the people so much. Yes, I agree. And I think in hindsight, people will like the season because they'll be like, oh, remember when Shan and Ricard were like fighting all the time and Deshaun and Danny were a duo and uh, Xander and Evie were there. Oh, and T Tiffany, who could forget her face? When she's and then eye rolls to the camera. On the note of Ricard and Shan, did you watch the Ponderosa? No, Ricard. no, did you? Yeah, so go and watch it. Shan will not even, she hugs him when he gets there and then she avoids him at all costs, like glares at him. Obviously, we're aware that they have rekindled their friendship or whatever is going on with that. Um, but at least at the time, she was pissed. She was bitter. Well, here's the deal. If he had won the game, she would have been less pissed probably. Like, oh, you got me out and won. Great. But then she's probably thinking, you got me out and neither of us won? That's right. not cool. <laughs> I could see Maybe. That. It's just surprising to me because she left the show and she was like, you have my vote for a million dollars. And then like, I guess that's in keeping with what you said. But at least for me, I would be like, this is still my friend. Yeah. Like, it's unfortunate neither of us are going to win, but, like, it's so good to see him. She straight up is ignoring him. Like, he's been sitting there awake, like, pensively sitting there at a table alone for, like, an hour and a half waiting for people to wake up. And then she wakes up, doesn't say hi, walks behind him, grabs some food, is just kind of, like, hovering behind him for a while, like, looking away. And then just walks away. That's sad. Cringy. Sad. And then he has a box of player names, and then he ranks the Mount Rushmore of um, past contestants. That's which funny. I understood a few of the references. Yay. <laughs> a few. A few. That's but that's why we're simple souls. Simple we don't souls. Know that much. We speak survivor. We don't know a lot, but we know things. Um enough. we know enough. Yeah, we're getting by. I think it's a matter of did she think that Ricard played her or was the relationship genuine? And then later he probably was like, no, I, we're still friends. It probably melted her bitterness. Maybe, I assume yeah. without knowing anything other than the, like what you said on Twitter, you could totally tell that they're in Chicago right now. Mm -hmm. They were, I think there must've been a specific event, like a, not an official CBS event. It looks like it was more of a, the players themselves gathered together for the finale. Mm. Like, all right, now that everyone has seen the season, it would be smart to have an appearance where Shannon and Ricard are at some sort of finale gathering because now we know that they're a thing. You know, like he... Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the season, it wouldn't make sense for them to be together in any aspect because that could spoil the game. But now mm -hmm. all bets are off and... We know the end. We know everything. And good good on them for not spoiling the winner. Like, yeah. based on Twitter alone, people were just saying, Ricard is really good at promoting the show. Perhaps he's the winner and wants everyone to watch it. And then mm -hmm. I would see Erica on Twitter, and she was very, like, casual. Like, let's see if I make it this week. Who knows? And I never 
thought that she would be the winner. So like they did a great job of not spoiling the show for us, which mm-hmm. is good, but they haven't done this since Survivor first season in Borneo to reveal when the they all knew where they all yeah. knew on the island. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, like normally it's just keeping a secret if you made it to finals or not. Right. And you would never really know. You could ask the jury, who did you vote for? And you could figure it out, but you would never technically know. Right. Because I could lie to you. I could be like, I voted for Samantha. And I I'm voted like, for who I thought was the best. Oh, yeah, that's true. And, and then it's One like, of those. Another Drew Gooden, because I feel like every reference has to be in thirds. He's driving in a car, and there's a road work sign. Road work ahead? Uh, yeah, I sure hope it does. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a bad joke. It really is. He's so good at selling it. Anyway, maybe that's why I like him, because my humor is now um, becoming a little bit more... Um, dad joke territory a little bit more common person because i'm getting older (laughs) you know the older you get maybe the more dad jokey you become (laughs) regardless of your dad status yeah no don't even have to be a dad it's just the age (laughs) oh but what a good season to cover because we had been on a drought of survivor and i agree with everyone the fans and you and experts and bloggers and vloggers that no, I think every move that they made from the CBS side of Survivor was like kooky and weird and over the top. But the the players won me over where I forgot a lot about the nitty gritty that was bad about right. the season. Yeah. I think that's true. So maybe next year or even next season we'll be like, remember? <laughs> remember Liana? Do you remember... Uh, do you remember Sarah? I don't remember Sarah. I think she was first boot. Remember Brad and Jeannie? <laughs> we're going to drop the 41. We're going to drop the 42. Yeah, this we drop on the... all new season three. <laughs> drop the four, drop the two, drop the four, and <laughs> drop the three. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> and then we'll get to better seasons that are not so convoluted. Yeah, maybe with less COVID restrictions they will yeah. play a more normal game too or a more standard survivor game. No one was complaining about that. That's true. That didn't seem to be the biggest issues with the season. Yeah. You can play 26 days, edit it to look like 39 days, but it's all the things that you were throwing at them like, "Ooh, there's a, a an advantage in the fire pit. Oh, there's run and find this thing." There's yeah. a game within the game, which I never played. It was for children. There's, there's day-long hikes. <laughs> day-long? Oh, yeah, those. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Ship Wheel Island or the Prisoner's Dilemma part. That was yeah. all convoluted. I did not like that. No. All right. So if Evie picks um, Risk It and then Risk the Vote and, and then um, Deshaun picks you know, protect the vote, then Evie wins. But if they both do protect, then no one wins. And if they both do risk it, then they both get penalized. I, I was like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. it. I, yeah, I still that, don't know what's happening. That was blocked out. I blocked that out. Yeah. They're, they're, they're hiking. The only good one was Shan and Liana. They cried together and it was good. Oh, yeah. Never I enough like, crying. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, no, wait, there is. <laughs> I hate oh. it. <laughs> I hate it. I like the stories, though. I like their little flashbacks where they're like, like Ricard, you know, revealing that, yeah. you know, I have a baby on the way. They're like, I prefer it when it feels like it comes from a genuine moment as opposed to like the producers just wanted this edit. Oh, yeah. Like Danny on the on the death date of, you know, yeah, yeah. anniversary of his father passing away. That was because that happened to be that day. No producer said, all right, Danny, tell us about your sob story. It was his actual real life true feelings about an event that happened that was traumatic. And also him doing well in a challenge he attributes to like really focusing on making his dad proud. And it was like, oh, that's super right. genuine. Yeah, I can do those at it. Yeah, you're not so much the, I want to win American Idol because everyone <laughs> in my family lost the house in a fire. <laughs> yeah. We, we all live on separate couches at our friends' houses. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. Things are bad. None of those. Yeah, no, you're like, nope, no. It's like, no. we all don't have houses sometimes. I'm not feeling sympathy for you, even though, like, in reality, it is sympathetic. Right. It's just, I don't like the way you're telling me about it. <laughs> I wish I had found out on my own. I don't want you to tell me about it. Yeah, stop, you know, <laughs> stop trying to make me feel things for yeah. a TV show. I'm here, I'm here for the reality TV. You can't just you can't just put your feelings on me right now. You have to right. work it in to the conversation. Yeah. Put it into the fabric. Of, in the moment. Of the moment. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anything else to say about Survivor 41? I suppose, like, if Shane wants to, like, do another show in the future, we can have another discussion about it. But for now. Sure. If, yeah. I'm I just sure. feel. Like, <laughs> sure. All of it. <laughs> sure. We have nothing else going on. No, we don't have several other podcasts. To or be full-time with. jobs. Yeah. Ooh, or have full-time jobs. Oh. And going into the Christmas season. Ooh. Yeah. I might be on call on Christmas Eve and Christmas. What am I going to do? Same. Samesies. It, it'll either be, and this happens every time. It was like my first Christmas working for the airline. It was, oh, you're going everywhere and everything is crazy and it's a lot of holiday travel. The very next year, it's like, we don't even need you. You're, you're going to stay That's home. Funny. And I'm like, well, that was weird. It went from 100 to zero. And so now I just never know what it's going to be. Like, what's the trip? What's the on-call situation? They overstock it. So in case everyone calls out, they'll right. have people. But then if no one calls out, they don't need all those people. Let me be the first to break the bad news to you. And it might not work out because, you know, meteorologists are always lying. But next Friday and Saturday, Christmas oh, Eve and Christmas no. Day, oh no, there's snowflakes in the forecast. <laughs> Literally snow on Christmas, which will... And we're already... It's going to be a shit show because the holiday is going to be a shit yeah. show if there's any precipitation Weather? that is oh. at all frozen. <laughs> you know, Ugh. in this climate in, in, in this, this, economy, era, in this, in this economy. economy i'm sorry what <laughs> we live in a cold climate what? Wait, wh what winter happens once a year and it <laughs> happened last year too and we knew about it's it it's gonna happen every year are you kidding me <laughs> no, well unprecedented it was unprecedented it's, <laughs> it's unprecedented when it comes to like 
protecting certain parts of operations, but then it's very precedented if it's like you can't get to work because there's too much snow. Like, yeah. Well, you knew snow was coming, yeah. so you, you should start walking. Yeah, We shouldn't have had to know it. You had to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for us, our operation got affected, but you're getting to the operation. That's not affected. <laughs> yeah. That, so that's every hoping, company. <laughs> here's hoping our climate changes in the oh, next yeah. week and there is no snow on Christmas. I think yeah, we're the only people that. wishing for no snow on Christmas. I know we're, we're like one Grinches. of the yeah we're the, the the rare bah humbug people that are like it'd be better for us actually if there was yeah. no snow yeah let's be honest nobody in Seattle wants snow we don't want any precipitation because we get enough of it no. we're good yeah. yeah the the salt that you would have to put on the roads that doesn't ever work yeah and There's it messes with your car it does we don't yeah. want any of it we don't want that no. I don't right. want to go to snow today. I don't want to have the snow today. Look at you. Look at you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let it not snow. Let it not snow. Mm. Oh, okay. And before we go, I just want to give you a sampling of how yelly those kids are on that awesomest TV show. To be honest, I just don't think you know me well enough to judge me that way. It would have been better if you didn't um, lie to me and like hype me up, like, oh, yeah, like, you're the so best of friends that. just to be Dude, like. Dude, Jada, honestly, like, get over it, bro. Like, it's really I not do. that deep. Like, okay, really well, I'm just, I'm just waiting for my apology. They're still going on and on about the challenge about how Gabby doesn't trust Jada, but Jada trusts Gabby. It's like such a whole mess. I'm not gonna give you an apology oh, if I don't mean so it. Get over it. It's not a big deal. It's not about yesterday. It's not about yesterday. Trust is earned, not given. Are you kidding me, Gabby? You literally told me that you trusted me. Bro, honestly, Jada, I don't really care. I already told you how I felt. Like, okay, bro. but then don't act like that. Like, Gabby, you're a bitch, bro. It's hot in the kitchen today. Let's go and feisty. So now you kind of get what Drew Gooden was talking about, that this reality show was loud, like Jeff yelling in Erica's ear during the challenge. Anyway, bye-bye, 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 bye-bye for now. Beautiful. Thank All right. you. All right. Bye, Survivor fans. We'll talk to you soon. Maybe we will come back for that celebrity version of Survivor that CBS is doing and Jeff Probst called beyond the edge so maybe we'll be back for that drop the four keep the celebrity <laughs> <laughs> drop the cast <laughs> replace with celebrities <laughs> yeah all right bye right, bye Simple souls speak survivor. Simple souls speak survivor. Anna and Richard, simple souls like reality TV shows. So now it's time to start looking back at the 40 seasons of more. Simple souls speak survivor. Simple souls speak survivor. Simple souls speak survivor.